back to the Ramble Room. I'm Ken. I'm here with Diane. And we are joined once again by Tom Kelly. Delighted to have you. Thanks. We are also especially privileged to have Tom's lovely wife, Tina, with him. Um, they were, we were just discussing a minute ago. 20 years now. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, c- congratulations to her. It was easy for me. Oh, yeah. She had to, yeah, had to put Psych up with up. me for two decades. Just stop. Ditto that here. You know. I know. We both have our moments. I don't. Obviously, you've had at least six. You have six. no moments? <laughs> There's the rim shot. Need the rim shot. I keep forgetting. If, if you do next time, I'm just going to have to go. <laughs> Maybe you can put that over where he can reach it. Yeah. I'll just give you the control of that thing in the future because you need to start learning how to run some of this stuff. Yeah, I do. But you, you could also give it to Gina so every time I speak, she can hit the rim <laughs> shot. So those of you who have listened to more than four of our shows out of the 111, I think it is now, um, know that we like to talk about Vax. Mac, I can't even say it. But we like to talk about it. Yeah, what is it we like to talk about? <laughs> Vax mandates? Yes, yes, vaccine Maybe. mandates. Um, trust me, I can edit this and make us all sound brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the charm. It though. is, it is. <laughs> and we, we try to be funny. You were, you were listening to Sarah and Joe, whom we miss often. Um, thank you for aptly coming and filling in. Um, but humor is always supposed to be a part of it, so... Whenever you hear a good joke, let oh, us know. Uh, well, I'll try to get on that too because I often come here and I, you know, I wear my professor hat, you know, yeah. and, and it's Dr. Kelly's expert opinion. And sometimes yes. we just need, you know, Tom the biker to speak up. That's we we need that. Vax mandates. Now you've heard us talk in a number of ways about that, and Tom will cover that in a second. But you haven't heard Tom's opinion. You haven't heard Gina's opinion. And we hope to get those out today and see what you think Tom well Gina and I are as you've mentioned we're parents we have six kids we have five kids currently in the Sheridan District 2 schools okay so yeah I, I'm a professor of political science I'm the um, the department chair of political and military science at American Public University so I could speak theoretically about the Constitution about the legality uh, about all sorts of things but Gina and I are here to talk about as parents and political narrative, so I could kind of splice together my, my views as a, as a father and as a professor. The political narrative around the COVID-19 vaccines has been pure artwork in noxious propaganda. I haven't seen anything like this since the Cold War with just painting opposition as unreasonable, unpatriotic, racist, paranoid, conspiracy theorists, despite the fact that we've got a boatload of science. You've talked about it on a previous show, and you know, listeners can go back and listen to hear somebody actually knows about vaccines more than I do. But when we hear stuff like, okay, well, it, it's just common. Kids have to be vaccinated to go to public schools. We, ju- we, we just do that. Aren't your children vaccinated? Yeah. And somehow Gene and I, with our kids having every vaccine under the sun, including the chicken pox and 
HIV and get the meningitis vaccines and the flu vaccines every year to which some people tell us why would you do that to your kids because you know the mercury and blah 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 and mm -hmm. yep I, I don't get into that I know this I know these vaccines that are mandated the technology has been around literally since the 1800s and every single one the measles mumps polio the Tdap all of those the vaccines existed literally decades before they were mandated there was a long-term safety track record where we saw that kids were protected from disease and suffered no ill effects. Some might still argue about the ill effects, but overall, the science has been pretty clear the vaccines are safe. And there's, Enter. Also, there's also the way that the vaccine was administered in that they introduced that virus to the system, and your system understands then this is how we destroy this virus well yeah that, that that was basically it the whole idea was we would put in a dead virus into the, the the body the immune system doesn't care they see the viral corpse and go, oh my god the flu and, and then it makes flu antibodies that's how it, a traditional vaccine continues to work enter the mrna vaccines which they began experimenting with after the first sars outbreak there hasn't been a successful one yet. We don't know about the current ones. They're currently, right now, the people getting injected, they're part of the biggest biological biological experiment on human beings in the history of mankind. Which, if, you, if you're paying close attention, as I am, over just the last few weeks, you have seen that this vaccine is failing immeasurably. It's failing spe spectacularly across the world right now as uh, Ireland, with 93% of their adults vaccinated, goes back on lockdown, is you have Austria and Georgia now telling the unvaxxed that somehow these people who actually kept the economy open and already braved the virus and already caught it and already recovered from it and have better immunity than people who've got vaccines up the wazoo are told they can't leave their homes. We have the country of Gibraltar, which according to the Our Data website, uh, that ranks countries on their vaccination levels is vaccinated at 121%. They come up with that number pretty much because everybody in the country has been fully vaccinated. And then I think one in five has gotten boosters. So they come up with 121%, okay. but everybody's been vaccinated. So we you know, still have to listen to Fauci on TV. Well, if everybody would just get their vaccinations, we can end this pandemic. But it's the goddamn unvaccinated <laughs> that are causing all the problems. We, but we've been in countries where everybody's vaccinated. And the vaccine, I mean, the, the virus is spreading like wildfire. And then he comes back on and says, well, you know, everybody just has to get a booster or two or 600 every six months for the rest of your life. Um, I don't know how this guy still has a job, considering we know about his funding of all the research and yeah. stuff in China, but that's a whole different show. Yeah, if you go back and you follow him closely, there's no way this guy should be out of prison, much less in charge of all of this. It comes it, down to the insanity. fact, though, there is zero long-term safety. And they keep saying, you know, you post something on Facebook and you get the... They, they, Facebook, the, the AI puts their little thing on button there. The World Health Organization, the same people yeah. who believe China about the virus coming from the fish, the fish market across the street from their type four virus lab. Um, <laughs> Funded by Fauci. Right. The, the, the World Health Organization who walked into China and said, well, the, the, the communists said there was nothing to see here. So we believe them. Um, 
they put up their little thing that says, well, the vaccines are monitored for, for safety and efficacy, and then they're monitored closely. Great. Every other vaccine that's been put in the children was monitored for years, decades, before yeah. we decided that we would mandate and put these in the kids. We have no idea what these vaccines will do to kids 10 to 20 years from now. Especially because, and I don't want to get too much into the technical aspects. We've done that. If you go back and look at our show with, with Dr. Linderman, you'll catch on to some of that. But this vaccine doesn't address the virus. It addresses the outer aspects of the virus where this virus attaches itself. And so they, they replicate these spike proteins and then teach your body to try to destroy those. But the problem is, one of the problems, is these spike proteins are causing all kinds of other issues with strokes and blood clots, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, no, no, no. That's so, not true at all. I saw yeah. on Facebook. No, <laughs> yeah. that's a yeah. conspiracy theory. Point. There's no proof at all that these 17-year-olds dropping dead in the soccer field have anything to do with their vaccinations. Well, can I ask a question? Maybe I'm behind the times, but are kids starting to get COVID more? Are, do they, do they, are they susceptible? Are they dying? Well, that was one of the things I was going to get at after we talked about yeah. the actual vaccines, about how they're failing because, you know, Pfizer and Moderna got these massive stockpiles of vaccines for the virus that, you know, COVID-19 went extinct back in 2020. And now we have COVID-21 called the Delta strain or the Delta variant. The vaccines don't work for crap against it. And they're saying, and one of the things we were sold on, on these, these mRNA vaccines was, well, the thing is we don't have to incubate these in eggs and we could come up with them really quickly. So when the virus mutates, we can come up with a new vaccine. So why are we still pushing the shots from last year then? Because they've, they've got a profit margin to make. Why haven't they come up with the new vaccine for the Delta variant? Why are they pushing boosters, which is just the old shot that didn't work last year? But your because point, it's a thousand dollars a second they have a deal with the federal sense. government don't worry it's free <laughs> it won't cost you a dime yeah, yeah according to biden ministry we'll just print more money it won't we're cost gonna, you anything we're gonna spend five billion or five trillion dollars and it won't cost you a dime we have in about two years at most 600 children under the age of 18 who have died in america from covid19 and that is assuming they all actually died from it, like a kid with leukemia didn't die from leukemia and happened yeah. to test positive. Yeah. Did they die from it or with it? Well, yeah, we already yeah. found in Colorado hundreds of cases, other states too, where people would die in drunk driving accidents. They test the blood dripping from the windshield and say, oh, it's positive, it's a COVID death. That's been proven already, but we're not going to get into them exaggerating the numbers. Um, there's no doubt COVID has killed hundreds of thousands of people in America, but in general, it's overwhelmingly people who are already immunocompromised and already very ill. And, and I know the media loves to jump on and say, but look, this healthy person died of it. Yeah, but that happens every year with strep throat too. And they don't go crazy about it and say, everybody's got to wear masks and everyone's going to take amoxicillin all the time to keep up their booster antibiotics. <laughs> um, so children, it is demonstrably proven that kids are more likely to get gravely ill from the vaccines than they are from COVID. They've seen that over and over. When Pfizer did their study proving how great it is for children, they came and said, listen, look at our, you could go, people can go out and look this up. 
good luck sharing it on Facebook, but you, you'll get right. shadow banned or whatever. You, they'll bounce you from Twitter for spreading mis- misinformation. But the actual science says that not a single child who was vaccinated against COVID-19 with the Pfizer vaccine was hospitalized or died from COVID-19. And people say, wow, success. But look into the numbers. The control group, not a single kid who was not vaccinated was hospitalized or died from COVID-19. There was no difference. Now, I would like to know how many kids not vaccinated got sick with fevers and how many kids who were vaccinated got sick with fevers? Did more kids actually get physically ill from the vaccine than the virus? That's You'll a legitimate never, scientific question they will never yeah, you answer. You will never hear that. You won't even hear the answer among healthy adults. Right. And now they're starting to talk this whole idea. I, I don't see it happen in Wyoming. But there are other states where they've really given in this whole idea to God bless the state or let's worship the state. There is no God. That. All kids have to be vaccinated to go to public school. What do you do? You know, Gina, what do we do if District 2 says, you know, you can't bring Kane back here unless he's been vaccinated? Oh, just so everyone knows, Kane is our eight-year-old son with Down syndrome. We'll bring him on sometime, and he's much more um, eloquent than I am. Look forward to that. Well, first of all, I, I think we need to take back the... I don't see it happening in Wyoming because if people get lazy, and there are quite a few, um, it will happen. It's The school board has already shown that they don't care what a majority of the parents have to say, what they think, what they feel, thus the mask mandate. So we don't know what could happen. Um, if that continues... People need to stand up and say, no, this is not going to work. Thus why I went into the high school yesterday and refused to wear a mask. I'm not, I'm not kowtowing. I'm not going to bow down and say, I'll follow everything you say to do. No, it's not happening because it will continue to be pushed. They pushed the mask mandate. They did it cowardly. Six o'clock on a Thursday night, I think it was, or whatever, the night before school started, so that wasn't a Thursday night, they had for weeks said it's going to be optional. And the day before school starts, nah, we're just going to make everybody wear masks, despite the mass majority of parents saying no. So could it happen? Yeah, it can, because people want to sit back and just live life. But life is what you make it and when we ignore it and we say that's not my problem then life is what they make it exactly and that's where we get into the political narrative of it how many people sit down and shut up well the government said the president said the cdc he said yeah the surgeon general said the uh, president also said i'm going to spend five trillion dollars and it won't cost you a thing well, well, a lot of people, a lot of people will say it's no big deal. I don't care. But then, okay, you don't care about this. And I've heard it from my 16-year-old. Okay, I get it. She's 16. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. But now, oh, now we can't leave. Now we can't do this. Now we yes. And every time you just quietly take this next thing, they are going to push the next 
and then it's going to keep coming until you are theirs. Yep. And I don't live that way. I can't, I cannot personally just be told what to do and say, yeah, okay. Um, because if I did that, my daughter would be dead. So I'm not going to just follow what they say. I'm going to question. I'm going to argue. And some people are going to get the middle finger. <laughs> it's just going to happen. And just to clarify what she means about our, our daughter, um, we saw something was really, really wrong with our daughter and went to the doctor and they said, well, you, you parents are just paranoid and I'm the expert, blah, blah, blah. And we demanded she get her blood test and she had leukemia and she had four to six weeks to live. And if we had just waited, she probably would have died of heart failure pretty soon. So this is the same daughter. It's like, well, what's the big deal? You know, just bow to authority. It's just a little thing. Uh, and what they're doing is is schooling these kids to bow to the almighty state that the experts said, therefore, you cannot question. You're a conspiracy theorist if you question. And, and that's the political narrative we see now. It was considered a wild um, conspiracy theory that somehow this biologically engineered virus that they bragged about in a published article in 2015 escaped from the lab across the street from the fish market where they really picked it up. The fish market had been there for 2,000 years. Which the bats process. must have frequented. Exactly, right. <laughs> Batman must have been there. <laughs> I don't know. And, and if you say, wait a second, you even have like somebody like John Stewart, who is not a renowned conservative, <laughs> coming out and saying, wait a second, um, there's a level four bioweapons lab there that was working on bat coronaviruses and COVID looks like a bat coronavirus. Hmm, where did this virus come from? I mean, he's, and then he gets, he gets blasted in the media for, oh my God, John Stewart is now a conspiracy theorist. And parents see this. You if, see the if, media. Imagine for just a second that it was exposed that the Trump empire had invested the money in that particular lab that Fauci's organizations have, it would have been on the front page of every newspaper on earth and Trump would be in prison and everybody that ever met him would be in prison. And there would be no yeah. vaccine mandate. Exactly. So, yeah. And I, uh, funny you mentioned that. I want to throw this out too. If you go back and you listen to the sound bites before the election. We're never going to get that vaccine. We, yeah. Would you take any <laughs> vaccine that Trump had brought out? Like he made it? Well, maybe I mean, he that... did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's making a hell of a lot of money off of this, and it's all a scam. And the really sad thing about it is that the technology of rewriting genetics, which, of course, the media will say, you're a conspiracy theorist. You believe a fallacy. That's misinformation. Even though the CEO of Pfizer came out and said, oh, yeah, it's definitely gene editing in an interview recently. So th throw facts aside. I want you to show me that I, at, I, at some point, because my understanding of it is slightly different from that. And in the interest of fairness, that was part of what our show was about. But um, if if you can show me that, I'm I desperately want to hear it. So oh, okay, it's, yeah, I, it got up on Facebook. We'll look there, it up. There's there's an interview where he's talking about the technology of mRNA and how it is gene editing and all the wonderful things they can do, like curing cancer, which I agree with. You have people who have 
glioblastoma. They've got that incurable brain cancer growing through their head that all they can do is zap their whole head and have surgery and take chemo and maybe live 18 months. Now imagine you can give somebody a shot where the immune system goes in because it's been reprogrammed to kill the cancer. Why not try that on somebody who's already terminally ill with the disease? Mm -hmm. But to experiment on healthy kids for a disease that's not really a threat to them, that has been demonstrably proven to be less deadly towards children than the seasonal flu. I think in the interest of putting all the cards on the table, too, um, the people that we're talking to here, Tom and Gina, know a little bit about cancer. A little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our daughter did uh, go through leukemia. And while her immune system was compromised, we never once demanded the whole world wear masks because they were selfish if they didn't. Uh, Then we followed up that uh, Gina had triple negative breast cancer, which was another round of chemo. And so when it came to like wearing masks and socially distancing and using hand sanitizer, we are well versed in that. We are we have been doing that for four years. But we also realized this, like, uh, this is an airborne virus, so you could hand sanitize your hands till the cows come home. You're still going to get it in your eyes. Yeah, through your pores. If you're breathing, you're getting it. That's that's the end of it. Um, You know, he mentioned what's being taught to our kids. It's been in there. They don't directly say you have to listen to the government. You have to follow instructions. One of my big things that I really remember was my daughter in eighth grade she was told to write a paper about a feminist okay that's fine let's go that route strong women good thing she picked a feminist took it to her teacher and he said no this is not going to work and he picked for her a communist feminist so she grudgingly did the assignment And when she took it to him, he said no, and he basically wrote it for her, um, put it together, and that's what she had to present to get a passing grade. This this was in Colorado, though. It's part of the reason why we left Colorado. Um, Welcome to Wyoming. (laughs) Welcome to Wyoming, and I've said... Get elected to the school board and fix it. uh, Well, I can't fix it, but we can maybe hold a line for a while and let some sanity and and like like teachers actually teach rather than promote government propaganda. It is... The school system here is a step up, but it's slipping, um, and I have seen that in a number of cases. Um, With five kids in the school system, I have watched it happen. And what I explained to my husband a few years ago in Colorado is they've got the pattern down. They know what to do. So what took 20, 40 years in Chicago, they've got it now. And it snowballs and it's going quickly. So I've watched it, especially at the high school level, as things are slipping and classes are not the same as they were. They're not, they're still getting history. And depending on the teacher, it's good history. It's actual history. But then there are the revised versions and people not going and telling everything. Why aren't our kids learning about communism? Uh, Other than you want to. Well, they will. Why are they learning something like systematic racism? It's just a fact rather than it's a theory to talk about some systematic racism is something that there's nothing empirical we could point to and say there's definite proof of it you just have people say well look after 
decades of segregation and racist policies, blacks are worse off in the country than whites are. That's systematic racism. It's like, no, that's evidence there used to be systematic racism, like segregation and redlining. Um, but now it's specifically written into federal law that you cannot do bad things to people based on their skin color. But now we're bending over backwards the other way. You can treat people different, yeah. differently as long as they're white. You could treat them worse. Um, and you should treat them worse. They deserve if, it. Uh, you, we, we should feel guilty. Yes, uh, yeah. guilty for having the wrong skin color. If right. they happen to be an illegal alien, we'll give them a half million dollars. No, no, no. Only if they got separated at the border from the person they were pretending to be their kids. I, I've raised my kids. We have raised our kids with, at times, a desperation of you don't judge people by what you see, whether gay or straight, black or white. It's the person inside. I never saw this part coming where I would have to fear for their lives if they went somewhere just because they're white. I didn't choose my skin color. They didn't choose their skin color, but they do choose who they choose to be. But it's only fair because for years, if your skin was melanin enhanced, you were going to be pursued and okay. beaten down. So therefore, it's about time that you and I got our but we weren't there for that we weren't there for that exactly. we don't agree with oh, it but you exactly. benefited from that and, and that's that's a whole a whole different topic there but this is the same mentality that comes in with the whole idea of the experts set the experts say there's systematic racism so there is don't question it or you're a white supremacist the experts don't call it crt because that doesn't exist Oh, that, that's that's my favorite one. Critical race theory is not being taught in the schools. It's just like, you know, that's like saying English isn't being taught in science class. It's not being taught. It's being indoctrinated. They're, they're, well, I'm just saying they're teaching science in English, but they're not actually teaching English, so they try and tell you it's not in the classroom. It's just like, well, you have teachers teaching students from the paradigm of critical race theory. They don't tell them what critical race theory is. Therefore, we're not teaching it. No, you're just using it yeah. to teach so them. But it's, a, it's the same idea except what the experts, the government experts say. And if you don't, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're a white supremacist, you're an insurrectionist, whatever it is, you're some kind of ist that's bad. Are these the same experts that no matter what happens, they're shocked and surprised? Oh, oh yeah, the ones who, exactly, <laughs> experts, experts are, again, surprised. Experts can't explain the, the outbreak of, of coronavirus in Ireland. Experts don't understand why the economy's taken a dump after Biden we put in all just, these regulations. We just cut off oil production from a dozen different directions, and the gas prices go up. Therefore, the gas companies must be gouging america that's got nothing to do with I'm government policies no, they would do that you know no government policy has got nothing to do with that unless happen. it was trump then it's all his fault yeah oh we could always blame joey hey joey <laughs> uh, joey Carandi is responsible for everything we love you joey oh <laughs> you thought you were talking about joe biden <laughs> we yeah. were talking no, about brandon <laughs> no there's a well let's go brandon there is a common expression among those of us that are friends with Joey Carini that just blame Joey. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter what happens. Just well, blame Joey. Well, Joey, it's your fault. Yeah. 
That's kind of what we do in our house with the dog. No matter what happens. Because <laughs> he's always in a good mood about it. It's all your fault, Neil. And that's, he just wags what his tail and jumps around. When you have a lot of children, then whoever did everything is always not me. The cool thing is when all of the kids are out and you're down to just one left. <laughs> the uncool thing is when that last one moves out and you're down to just ah, you. Yeah, see, we have an answered prayer living in our home. Jean was always <laughs> Jean was always worried all her children are going to leave her in as tall guys. They we are. don't live forever, and she'd be all alone. There and is, boom, here comes our son with Down syndrome. Down he syndrome. is never going anywhere. He's always going to be taking care of mom. I just want to point out, I came home after being away for several days and i'm like hey and he's like uh-huh so <laughs> oh, oh he yeah. was he was mad at you. you you weren't there to tuck him in for a few nights <laughs> he's done he's like okay here we're gone bye <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long no I you was... can be replaced by a machine Ooh. with no moving parts <laughs> i'm gonna get uh, another i can't dog. see lining him up with a big happy smile on his face to get injected with some no. Genetic experiment that we have no idea what it's going to do to him. Wholeheartedly agreed. We got five children in the school system. Yeah, and Diane and I have a little different take on that. And this is in no way meaning to point a finger and say you're doing the wrong thing. But when that decree came out, as you pointed out, Gina, the day before school opened, and they said, "Okay, now it's going to be mandated." A little homeschool group of a dozen kids suddenly became 50. There was a, a fight back. Yeah. And at some point, John Bear, if you're listening to this, you're dead on right. At some point, we have to step up and take sole responsibility for what our children are being taught. And no matter what it takes, it might take at least one person saying, okay, I'm not going to go out there and provide income. We're going to have to give some things up. What we're going to give up is I'm going to go back and I'm going to teach these kids whatever it is that we think they need to be known. There are a lot of people, including uh, Unmask Us or what's, what's the group? Free Our Faces. Free Our Faces, Free our faces yeah. yeah. Free Our Faces, whom I wholeheartedly agree with, that are saying we're going to do everything we can do within the school system to try to correct that. And Diane and I have kind of gone to the point where we've already abandoned the public schools and just said it's, it's a lost cause. Um. We're going to do what we're going to do and trying to teach. Well, we have different places where we draw the line. When it came sure. to the mask, I'm like, this is not the hill to die on. I said, kids, just wear a thin cloth mask, cut all air holes in it. Wear it under your nose, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, hang it under your jaw. Yeah, wash it every day. It, it, you'll get through this. Eventually, they'll end that stupid mandate. But if it comes to your kid has to get the experiment to come to school, then the kids, are, they're done. They're all done instantly that day. Yep. And I have opened the door to my kids um, because I'm always on the line. I was in the Chicago public school system and pulled out in the sixth grade. And when I was tested at a parochial school, they informed my mom I was at a third grade level so I'm always and she was an honor student in Chicago Public Schools <laughs> um, so I'm always on the fence and ready to fight for my kids um, I've always told them I have your back right or wrong but if you're wrong 
I'm going to bite your back. <laughs> so I, I have told my kids, um, you don't want to wear the mask? Don't wear the mask. Yeah. Take it off. I'm okay. And if they say you're wrong, you're going to be kicked out. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll handle we'll it. We'll deal with it. Um, but it's not just the mask and it's not just the vaccine. It's what they teach on a regular basis. And since coming up here, I've had less issues than back in Colorado but there have been issues, and I went to a, uh, what do you call it, where it's, it's a parent-teacher conference. Mm. And I'll tell you, in my honest opinion, it's a shit show. Um, I've never seen it handled like this anywhere else, whether it was Illinois or Colorado. All the teachers have a table in the gymnasium or in a hallway, and the parents have to talk to a teacher in front of other people you can't hear there's noise everywhere so i basically refused to go but my daughter insisted i meet her teachers okay so while i'm there i decide i'm going to meet with this other teacher for one of my other kids and this man his pretty pretty much his exact words were i don't even bother he's so far behind I don't know where my mind went, but at some point I just got up and I said, I have to go. And as we were walking away, my daughter, who insisted I go, said, well, that's fucked up. I'm like, what is what he just said? So I heard correctly. He just said, I'm not bothered with this kid because he's far behind. Yeah. And I got on the phone with the superintendent well who is now the superintendent and he helped me out so that was good I don't agree with him now especially since he can't be bothered to wear the mask <laughs> but I did say to the principal at the time who is gone now and the superintendent this man is not a teacher he should not be there he doesn't give a damn you don't ever stop just because a kid is behind so that's what I'm saying it's there what are they paid for I, I don't know. You know? Um, so I have told my kids, you let me know when you're ready and we will do something. I will get you into K-12. We'll find something because I do worry about what they teach and what my kids hear because I do believe that they are being taught to just follow the orders, do as you're told, and be a good little comrade. Well, I was going to say you, you Freedom see. Freedom is selfish. That's what they're hearing yes. over and over, yes. over and over. It is selfish to they, think for yourself. Yeah, I, I bet you don't find Ayn Rand's books in the school libraries. I don't know, <laughs> um, but they they don't hear about a lot of stuff. And because my dad, I know some people don't believe World War II have actually happened as far as like the Jews in the camps. Uh, right. But my dad was there, and he told me. And a lot of times when I hear this kind of stuff, I hear of the soldiers. I was just following orders. Uh, you don't need to follow orders. You need to think for yourself. Yeah. And that's what I've raised my kids to be. You can argue, be respectful, be polite, but you can have your own say too. And that's nightmarish too when you see a 16-year-old yeah. kid in Wyoming with the police wearing their masks because they were told to. Even though everybody knows cloth masks do nothing, arresting a kid for trespassing. Right. At which point does a man stand up and say, this isn't what I signed up for, and leave? 
I'm not arresting this kid because she showed up for school and doesn't want to gag herself. Um, we see too many of that. We see too much of that right now. Peace officers, military, just follow orders. Just yeah. do what you're told. Put your leash on and let us drag you. Uh, no thanks. And then the dehumanization of people. Yeah. You know how many times have we've heard people first language? It's not disabled people. It's people with disabilities. It's not colored people. It's people of color. And then there's me. I'm the unvaxxed. I'm not a person without the COVID vaccination. I'm the unvaxxed. That's insightful. I'm also the recovered from the Delta strain. 